You're listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. We're live. We're live. Get a nice... Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great. Hello, world. Welcome to Luke's Ask You Experience. I'm currently recording this podcast in my house as I am on Baby Watch 2019. So if we have to cut this one short, you will know why. But as the episode name would allude to, and the time of the year would dictate, this episode is one I know you have all anticipated all year long. There are certain things in life, death, taxes, and I will find a way to do an extra long podcast focused on my favorite sporting season, Yes, I'm talking about college football, bowl season. Bowl season is almost upon us, and there's no better place to go for a preview of all 41 bowl games than this podcast that you're currently listening to. So luckily, you were in the right place. And no college bowl preview show would be complete without two very key ingredients. One, a Grammy award-winning singer. And two, a sponsor that is helping reduce the waste of single-use plastic... (laughs) Models, one workplace at a time. You can hear that patented laugh in the background already. <laughs> so let's bring him out, Mr. James Taylor. Welcome back to the oh. LA podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's always an honor, always a pleasure to be back. Obviously, my second favorite time of the year behind uh, you know our March Madness podcast. But fireside chats, cold beer, and lots of football, baby. I'm I'm excited. So as as we've done this the, for the past few years, we're going to go through every single bowl. And I know in years past, we have gotten very meticulous in those upfront bowls. So we, we're trying to, to focus the energy here, but we don't want to just, just blow through things uh, too much. We, we want to give some love to these mid-major schools, these lower-tier bowls that people just don't give a lot of love because you know you and I will be tuned in watching and listening to these games. Yeah, I think we got to give your listeners you know, some context at least around you know, the important storylines. And also I want to help everyone out there with you know, some, some supplemental income. We'd like, we'd like to win, uh, you know, win some bets on some of these games. So. Okay. So I said 41. I think it's actually 39 games. Plus the national championship, forty games. So we're we're gonna rank this from thirty-nine to one, give or take, or one or two. But uh, let's start actually in Detroit for the Quick Lane Bowl, December twenty-sixth, Pittsburgh versus Eastern Washington. And what you need to know about this game is that we've already spent too much time on it. Exactly. <laughs> who do you who do you like? Pittsburgh, obviously. They had a chance to win the ACC Coastal and potentially get demolished by Clemson in the the title game. The wheels fell off the wagon a little bit. Now they're playing in Detroit in the Quick Lane Bowl. Where's the motivation here? Yeah, I mean, they are the epitome, the definition of average the past, what, four to five years? Uh, I really am not too high on this Pittsburgh team. Don't know anything about Eastern Michigan either. I do know they're an 11-point underdog. Though and uh, you know it's hard for me not to take Eastern Michigan in, in those eleven points. I do feel that the the motivation will be a question mark for Pitt. Uh, Pat Narduzzi finds a way to disappoint year after year. 
And you know I'm a West Virginia guy. I don't believe in Pitt. Give me Eastern Washington plus the points plus the win. Quick Lane Bowl. Ooh, Eastern okay. Michigan. Plus 337. I like it. Absolutely. Moving on uh, to the Arizona Bowl. Georgia State versus Wyoming. And I know you've always been a big Wyoming fan. so You don't just ride into Laramie. But luckily this game is not in Laramie for Georgia State. Uh, and I think Georgia State, they've had a decent team in the past. You know, Georgia State and Georgia Southern, frankly. Uh, but Wyoming's a seven-point favorite here. Um, you know, they were. I thought Wyoming was a little underwhelming this year, though. They they, they lost some games. Uh, they weren't that great against the spread. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and go with Georgia State here. Georgia State, and I should note this isn't just the Arizona Bowl. This is the Nova Homes Loans Arizona Bowl. Thank you to Nova Home Loans. Uh, if you are thinking about a home or you just want a home loan, Probably Nova Home Loans isn't the place you go, but if you're watching this game on the CBS Sports Network, I don't think you are, though. My pick is get a Nova Homes loan and take Wyoming. Buy a home. Buy a home. Great. Always a great investment. Uh, next up, Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman. This is uh, North Carolina versus Temple in Anna. Annapolis, <laughs> Annapolis, <laughs> Annapolis, good old Annapolis. I'll I'll jump in on this one here. Uh, <laughs> I believe that's in Maryland. Lucas. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. I obviously have ne- never been. Ah, no, not many have. If you're not a military uh, brat, you probably have never been to Annapolis. But uh, I don't know this UNC team with Mac Brown. Yeah, you know they started out the season looking looking pretty good. So pretty, you know they. They kind of had a swoon in there where, you know, I thought they were going to win more than six games, to be honest. Uh, but still, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good year for Mac Brown. And it, what, did they have two wins last year or something terrible? Two wins, got yeah. to got up to six. This team plays close games. They, they find a way to either win or lose late. Um, I believe that this will be another uh, tight game. Sam Howell, uh, freshman quarterback from uh, North Carolina, he is looked every bit the part of uh, a, a future star. Uh, Mac Brown, I, I, I had some question marks going into the season, but Mac Brown knows how to coach, and he'll, he'll find a way. And Rod Carey, if you uh, recall, the former Northern Illinois, now Temple head coach, 0-6 in bowl games. Oof. Make that 0-7. Oh, Mac Brown. All right. In. I like it. Next up, we, uh, we're going to the uh, Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. <laughs> I, I, know, I know you're, you're a big fan. The, uh, we've got Kent State, the Golden Flashes, versus uh, Utah State, the Aggies. And the Flashes, they've been outscored by an average of four points per game. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, this is their first time bowling since 2012, and only the third time in program history. Kent State, former... Uh, Alma mater of which tight end? Antonio Anto- Antonio Gates. Really? Oh, well, yeah, he's a basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're matching up against Utah State. Jordan Love, the quarterback for Utah State, declared for the NFL draft, so he's uh, he's going. This will be his final game he if, he be plays. Okay, if he plays. If he plays, still TBD. So that's a that's a big one. But uh, who do you think's drinking the uh, tropical smoothie here uh, at the end of this game? Uh, Kent State or Utah State? I mean, I think Utah State is a pretty strong program. They play a pretty solid schedule each year. I don't really see how they lose to Kent State in their third ever bowl game. 
I think uh, I think I'm taking Utah State here. Utah State. What uh, what's the line? Uh, Utah State's one? minus seven in this one. Minus seven. You want to yeah. you want to take that line too? Um, I think I would go ahead and take that line. Yep. I mean, a lot of this depends on, on the quarterback playing, obviously. Absolutely. Um, but you know, we don't have that luxury right now. I, yeah, I'm taking Utah State minus seven. Okay. Uh, moving on to uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. We've got Nevada versus Ohio. Really, Frank Solich is not only the winningest coach in MAC history. Frank Solich is a man that was just underappreciated at Nebraska. They, he was winning seven, eight, eight wins. They fired him. Bo Pelini, seven, eight wins. Fire him now. Scott Frost barely scraping four or five wins. Nebraska wishes they still had Frank Solich. Oh, I don't know. Give but, Scott Frost a couple but, years. But, Let him bring in his own Thankfully, Frank Solich found a home in Athens, not Georgia, but Athens, Ohio. Great college town. Great sports business program. Thank you to uh, the Ohio business program for supporting the LAE. But ultimately, you've got the Smurf turf uh, up in Boise. Nevada, Ohio. Who do you like here? Mm, man, I don't. That's a tough, tough game. I, I would have to go with Ohio again. I think they're, uh, you know, a, a pretty sound squad. You know, that blue turf does play fast up there. Uh, you know, Nevada likes to run. You know, a couple triple options. Uh, they, you know, they have a great running attack. Uh, this one's this one's a toss up. Um, Nevada getting seven points. I, I feel I feel like that that could be a nice little bet. I'm, uh, I'll take you up on that because I believe Ohio. Two touchdowns win wins this game. You believe in Frank Solich? I, be- I believe in Frank Solich. I believe in Nathan Rorick as well, the uh, talented dual-threat quarterback who's been there seemingly forever. So moving on, Ohio winning that game. Next to the uh, Independence Bowl. This, uh, if I'm, I'm not mistaken, the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Yes. Great, uh, great bar in down in uh, Louisiana. You know, I just recently had the pleasure of going to walk-ons for my first time oh, in New wow. Orleans for Thanksgiving. Uh, loved it. Wonderful establishment. Great wings. Great boneless chicken wings. Uh, great TV setup. Obviously, massive sports do you, bar. Do you think this rivals even better's Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, yes, I'm not a huge Buffalo Wild Wings fan to be honest. Okay. Um, I, I especially I don't like the warmth of their uh, establishments. Um, you know, stainless steel, not very cozy. Um, and yeah, walk-ons was fantastic. I am a little surprised that they, you know, were able to go out there and sponsor a bowl game. Uh, I did not, I had never heard of walk-ons when I drove past it and my brother said, hey, there's a great sports bar. I said, hey, well, let's walk in there. And here we are. Now they're sponsoring a bowl game. Sponsoring bowl games, a great gem. We'll get into some of that uh, a little bit later on in the podcast. But uh, opportunity for really emerging brands. We're talking about walk-ons. Um, we believe in the, the bar sediment. And ultimately, this game, it's a clash of motivation. You have Miami, the blue bud. M- Manny Diaz didn't really uh, meet expectations in year one. Six and six. Uh, kind of struggled here against Louisiana Tech. On paper, Miami should win. They have the better athletes. But ultimately, I think watch Amik Robertson from uh, Louisiana Tech, one of the best corners in not just uh, in a mid-major of all the country. Five interceptions, 16 breakups, uh, absurdly active. Um, And the Bulldogs have won bowls in five consecutive seasons. Did you know that, Skip Holtz? I did, yeah. Skip Holtz um, is looking for a sixth in a row. I believe in Skip Holtz. 
Absolutely. I'm taking Louisiana Tech all the way here. They're uh, they're getting six and a half points. Uh, it's an even bet. Uh, I, I like Skip Holtz. I like Louisiana Tech. I like the five bowls with, bowl wins in a row. They, they know how to get up for a bowl game. And it's the walk-ons. And it's, this one's going to be fun. And Louisiana Tech is going to be ready. Miami will not be ready. Moving on to our next uh, game to watch or listen on TuneIn. Uh, the Camellia Bowl, Florida International, the Fighting Butch Davises uh, versus Arkansas State. So These teams really could be a toss-up. They're very close. The football power index, Arkansas State ranks 91st, Florida International 99th. Uh, neither one has been overwhelming, uh, both good and bad on uh, both sides of the ball. Arkansas State really has uh, has looked better um, recently compared with Florida International. FIU is 0-5 outside of Miami. Um, where is this game being played? Camellia. Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> Not Camellia. quite Miami. Camellia. Uh, so Butch Davis finds a way in bulls. He's 6-3, but I don't like the way this uh, FIU Panthers team has been playing away from home. Because of that, I like Red Wolves barking. Their way or howling, a wolf is a wolf barking or howling. Uh, I think wolves. I think growl. they can do both. They yeah, can do growl. both. I mean, I think a wolf can bark. Okay. <laughs> then they'll. Uh, you know, they are in the in the same family as as dogs, correct? They're they're definitely their genealogy closely related. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I don't I don't see any problem with with wolves barking. Okay. <laughs> well, do you have the uh, wolves barking? Ah, uh, you Panthers know, I, I couldn't tell you. On this one, huh? My, this this game has never been all that uh, intriguing to me, coming from Montgomery, Alabama. Um, but and that you know that that road record for FIA, FIU, FIU, FIU does not uh, sound promising. So Arkansas State, sure, minus three, go with them. Moving on to the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl in you guessed it, Birmingham, Boston College versus Cincinnati. Deflating for Cincinnati, playing in the uh, AAC championship against Memphis. If they won, they might have been the group of five representative playing in the Cotton Bowl. Unfortunately, their consolation prize, ticket smarter, Birmingham Bowl. But the player to watch here, A.J. Dillon from Boston College. An absolute workhorse. Uh, he will be going to the NFL draft uh, after uh, after this game. All-time leading rusher in uh, Boston College history. Really, Boston College fired their their head coach after the season. They have an interim head coach right now. They're they're kind of in turmoil. Um, I I like them. I like AJ Dillon finding a way. You want motivation? The Cincinnati Bearcats. They're not going to get up for this game. It's January second. They're going to still be on the New Year's Day high. I think Boston College playing for interim head coach Rich the Gunner Gunnel uh, will find a way to get to seven wins. For the Disagree here. Cincinnati, 10 wins this year. Uh, they played Memphis, a very, very good Memphis team, mind you. They played them very tough, especially in that second trip to the Liberty Bowl uh, where they won me a lot of money by covering in that game. Uh, I think Cincinnati is a solid squad. they got a very good defense. Uh, they're, they're the quarterbacks back. Uh, I like Cincinnati in this one. Um, laying the wood to Boston College pretty pretty handily. Okay, we'll be definitely doing a side bet on that one. Uh, next up, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. Michigan State versus Wake Forest. Michigan State, kind of uh, Mike Allstott, had stumbled, bumbled, and fumbled their way to uh, a 6-6 six and six record. Um, traditionally in this game, Big Ten teams 
have won uh, three three consecutive pinstripe bowls. Obviously, it's outdoors, Yankee Stadium, uh, in the middle of or the end of January. It's going to be a cold weather game. It's going to be a dogfight. Uh, I think that the better defensive team uh, is going to win out, and that's why Michigan State, even though they have not impressed me, their offense is putrid. Uh, I think they find a way. Give me twelve to ten. Ooh, Michigan State. Going fair. Again, another team that won me a lot of money betting against Michigan State this year. Uh, Wake Forest, uh, great start to the year. They had a lot of injuries uh, that racked up. Uh, I like Wake going in there, getting three and a half and beating a, just a very poor Michigan State team. We're, we're flying along. I think this is the record pace that we are, uh, we are going, which, which is great. Uh, because we, we're, we're counting down to the ultimate games uh, that you want to be listening to. Uh, so the Red Box Bowl. Uh, people still are using Red Boxes. And people are still going to Levi Stadium to watch this game. Uh, I know that's your favorite stadium. Every time I go, I promise it'll be my last time. And somehow I you find, find a way. myself You find game. a way. <laughs> so you got Cal versus Illinois. Uh, Illinois making their first bowl appearance under the Lovey Smith era. Uh, first since 2014 overall. Uh, Illinois had that big win over your Wisconsin Badgers, knocked them from the pedestal. Uh, Cal, a little beat up. They they started the year hot. They had that Ole Miss victory. Um, then it was just a battle of attrition, losing their starting quarterback after starting quarterback. Uh, we'll see if this Cal team can uh, duplicate their amazing performance. You remember last year's Cheese It Bowl? Where Cal and TCU were in, I would never forget it. The nine interceptions uh, <laughs> pushed the game of football back many years. Um, I hope they provide a performance as entertaining as that. I like Cal. A little home cooking in Santa Clara, 27-23. Ooh, I was going to say that that game that cheese at last last year was a product of uh, Justin Wilcox. Coach team. This guy was uh, the defensive coordinator at Wisconsin for a few years. He had a top top three defense. Uh, the guy knows how to coach, and he knows how to coach defense. Uh, I, I think Cal. I think Cal's on the right track here. I think they could be a, a program to watch in the next couple of years. Uh, and I, you know, Illinois showed promise too this year. I will give them credit. They, you know, they beat Wisconsin fair and square in that game. Uh, and you know, we'll make no excuses about it. So it's actually it's a somewhat intriguing game to me of two up and coming kind of you know, you know, major programs that have been meddling in the middle of the pack in their conferences for the past you know decade or so. But I think uh, I think Cal is going to come out on top of this. one. It's a good game, but yeah. there are almost thirty other better games on the docket. That's how chock full of great games we have here. So we're counting Let's them keep down. Moving. Let's we'll, keep we'll, moving. We'll keep it moving. Uh, another. Bowl game sponsored by uh, one of our defense contractors, Lockheed Martin, the Armed Forces Bowl. Apparently, that's a good business to be in. It's a very good business. <laughs> I, they just have money, and they're willing to spend it on bowl games. Uh, you have Southern Miss, uh, Brett Favre's alma mater, versus Tulane, Sean King's alma mater. Uh, so you have Southern Miss, 7-5. and five. Ultimately, Terry Whittington. Have you, have you heard of Terry Whittington? Terry, I'm sorry, who? Whittington? Terry Whittington. Terry Wintington? <laughs> Spectacular season. Is that a Christmas version? A little t- Wintington-tin-tin? No, I have not heard of where Terry Wintington-tin. Terry Winton, uh, the linebacker, ranks 7th in Conference USA in sacks and ninth in total pressures, 32 tackles, 5 quarterback carries. You name it as a defensive stat, he's up there. Um, he really just forces the issue for the Southern Miss defense. Uh, 
on the other side of the ball, Justin McMillan, uh, Tulane's quarterback, a transfer from LSU. Unfortunately, uh, he couldn't quite beat out Joe Burrow. Uh, was responsible, 26 touchdowns this season. Third nationally among QBs in rushing scores. He's definitely a dual threat. Um, it's, a, it's a tough game for me. I think uh, looking at both these teams, uh, I could go either way. I think I would probably lean towards um, the Southern Miss. Uh, better passing offense. Um, and I like them. Yeah, they're getting narrowly. Seven, they're getting seven points. So in that case, it sounds like you would you would put your money uh, on Southern Miss. Um, I do kind of like that dual threat uh, of Tulane and think they can put up some big points. And and the Green Wave will uh, you know will take over the Golden Eagles. Where uh, where do you want to go next? Um, let's see here. Well, <laughs> just kidding. We're going to the Cure Bowl. Yeah. The FBC, the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl uh, just announced uh, about a week ago this sponsorship came in. So I want to give the love to MBC Mortgage. Uh, so if you're in the market for uh, mortgage for that house of yours, MBC Mortgage. Think MBC. You got a lot of options this year. FBC Mortgage. I mean, it's not uh, NBC Mortgage. They're definitely, again, not a sponsor. So uh, that was free advertising for them. Uh, but ultimately, you've got Liberty. And you've got Georgia Southern. Liberty University. Really, what a, what a time for Liberty Athletics. The Flames, the undefeated basketball team after their impressive tournament run uh, we, we last year. We both got to see them play we last both year see the, in the, the tournament. Flames extinguish Mississippi State's tournament uh, chances. I was sitting sure. in the Liberty section for a very tough loss against a very good Tech team. Very lovable squad. Fans were fired up. Jerry Farwell Jr. was fired up, uh, and it was safe. As you say, it's a good time to be a Liberty player. James is actually now an honorary degree recipient from Liberty University, so there may be some bias in this pick. I'm actually Uh, afraid they wouldn't let me within about 100 miles of that campus for many reasons. So who who do you like, Liberty or Georgia Southern? You know... Uh, this is a tough one. Georgia Southern, They that was a nice win they had at Appalachian State on that uh, Halloween evening. That Re- was, really cost Appalachian State. I the know. Group I know. That's a tough dead. one. It was 40-mile-an-hour wins. Georgia Southern, they do like to run that triple option. Um, I, I didn't really get to watch Liberty play this year. I don't really know uh, you know, much about them other than Hugh Freeze, obviously. Uh, you know, It's their first year in the FBS, Liberty, uh, and he's got them in a bowl game already. You know, again, going back to App State, like we've seen some teams have a lot of success coming up that were great. Uh, you know, in uh, you know, you know, D one AA, and now they're in FBS and they're having success. So I, I like Liberty here. That's a long winded way of saying <laughs> you're going to pick your honorary degree university. I like I like Georgia, five and a half. Too. I like I like Georgia Southern. Give me Georgia Southern. Give me that triple option. Uh, you can even give me the quadruple option. I'll take it. Moving on to the. Uh, Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. You got Western Kentucky versus Western Michigan. So the directional schools strong uh, in this game. Uh, ultimately, this this game is played in in Dallas. Who, which of these places is closer to Dallas? Uh, it looks like Western Kentucky is slightly south of Western Michigan. So we're going going with the Hilltoppers. I like the Hilltoppers. Then let's move on. The Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. 
again, I, I was talking to you about your FBC mortgage option. Franklin American Mortgage has definitely been around a little bit longer, sponsoring bulls a little bit longer. So uh, if you want a little bit more KG advice um, and a more reputable brand, Franklin American Mortgage. But Might not get as good of a deal. That's, that's true. That but. is true. Uh, Mississippi State against Louisville. You got Mississippi State will definitely be bringing those those cowbells uh, wherever they go. Um, they'll be ringing it to the to the nines. Uh, Mississippi State, I wouldn't say a down year. Uh, they have, they they are in the hardest conference uh, division in the SEC West, uh, so it's it's tough sledding. Um, ultimately, Scott Satterfield though uh, for Louisville. The future is bright. I know you've uh, you've been high on this team uh, from two wins a year ago up to seven, uh, potentially eight after this bowl game. The defense still needs a lot of work, though, um, and that's why I think Mississippi State, the SEC toughness, will run through their throat um, and getting Mississippi State by a touchdown. I agree with you. Let's, I, I couldn't agree more, finally, for the first time ever on the LAE. Okay. Now the uh, – <laughs> How about this new sponsor, Tony the Tiger? Oh, I like the it. great folks, uh, Frosted Flakes, Kellogg's, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. You've got Florida State versus Arizona State. This is a very intriguing matchup. You have Florida State, Mike Norvell, uh, the former Memphis head coach. Uh, he won't be. He might be at this game. He won't be coaching this game. Um, and then the other side, Arizona State, you got Herman Edwards yeah. because you play Love to her. win the game. This team, <laughs> they're the reason Oregon is not in the playoff. This uh, this Arizona State team, they're cagey. They're like their leader. Um, I think Florida State will have good years to come with Norvell. But right now, it's Arizona State's world. Yep, I watched Arizona State play a few times this year. They, You're right, they play hard. They play for Herm. Uh, they were in a lot of games. Uh, I think they, they beat FSU. Uh, FSU, not very good of a football team this year. And uh, I do hope Zach Norvell can, can build them back into prominence because uh, the ACC needs needs some help. They, they need their mainstay programs to, to, to be strong. And, you know, I do enjoy seeing Florida State good. So, But Arizona State takes it. They're minus four and a half. I think they cover. Moving on to uh, the actual first bowl game of the season from the beautiful Bahamas. You have the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. Buffalo versus Charlotte. There is no better venue than Nassau Bahamas for a, for a bowl game. There, there's something about that atmosphere um, and Makers Wanted, as we, we alluded to and talked about last, last season, this is the subdivision of uh, a Chicago suburb that's actually sponsoring this game. So they've been getting a lot of press, a lot of love. Makers wanted Bahamas Bowl. You got Charlotte, great defense. Buffalo, great offense. What wins those games, especially in the Bahamas? Flash. <laughs> offense. The Buffalo Bulls. Nobody circles them in the Bahamas like the Buffalo Bulls. Going to give a quick shout-out to the Buffalo coach, Lance Leopold. Uh, was a six-time national champion at University of Wisconsin Whitewater, folks, D3. He won six national championships, took down Mount Union, who dominated D3 forever. Uh, now he's at Buffalo, uh, back to back bowl games. 
He didn't win last year. It's going to be a tough this year. Charlotte, I'm not sure if you've seen uh, their post-game parties in their locker room. Strobe lights, DJs, uh, those players are having a lot of fun. Uh, I think Charlotte uh, gets this done. And I also want to throw one note in, folks. Hurricane Dorian, the, the relief efforts are not over. Please go donate. Help rebuild the Bahamas. Great uh, PSA there. Thank you, there, thank James. You. And I think uh, I think it's time for for a little break, and uh, ultimately to kind of catch catch the breath and, and give some love to today's sponsor. Well, ultimately, you were uh, you were here today, and there can only be one sponsor: the College Football Bowl Preview, presented by Flow Water. So, James, as the the unofficial official spokesperson, uh, tell tell me what uh, what does sponsoring the LA podcast mean to the the folks at Flow Water? Well, I think most importantly, it's a way for us uh, to get to get great exposure to your whole, you know, your huge fan base. Uh, we're trying to spread, you know, the message. We're trying to eliminate single-use plastics. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of stories out there in the news lately about microplastics and how they're infiltrating our entire ecosystem. Uh, they're in bottled water. They're now circulating in our tap water. Uh, you drink flow water, you can eliminate. All the health hazards that come with microplastics, pharmaceuticals, herbicides, pesticides, all those negative things. So we're, we're, we're just trying to fight, fight the plastic problem, and we're trying to get people to drink more water and better water and be healthier, and, and you give us that, that beautiful opportunity. Oh, yeah, no, cheers. Cheers. Cheer, cheers to that right there. Flow water, always, always strong. Oh, yeah. That, you, you feel that and you taste that. Uh, that's the electrolytes of, of flow water. So, again, we thank you for the sponsorship, uh, doing this for the fourth bowl preview in a row. Uh, we couldn't do it without you and uh, your great support of and your great love for college football. I know the folks at Flow Water, not just drinking uh, the water, but the, they'll be following bowl season all. Oh, all yes, and, and, and hopefully soon enough we're, we are expanding rapidly. We will be sponsoring a bowl game in the near future. I don't want to you know throw out too big of a teaser. but Okay. Uh, so coming back from the break, we're we're now refreshed. We've drank in our uh, our flow water. Uh, let's let's kick it into high gear here. Uh, let's knock out a few and then go deep into the the ones that people really want to dig their 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 teeth and sink their teeth into. Uh, so Celebration Bowl, Alcorn State versus North Carolina A and T. Quick pick. Who do you like? Uh, I actually love Alcorn State. They're winners of eight of their last nine. Uh, they are having a hard time beating A&T. Uh, I think they've lost four, or A&T's won four out of the last five uh, Celebration Bowls. This is the year Alcorn State does it, wins the Celebration Bowl. Who wins the drumline competition at halftime? Oh, uh, that's going to be A&T still. That, 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 that they're tough to beat. They are. The New Mexico Bowl, Central Michigan versus San Diego State. Central Michigan, Jim McElwain, former coach at Florida, got fired, has got a resurgence, really brought back Central Michigan uh, to the MAC championship th- this season. Uh, San Diego coach State. Coach of the year. Coach of the year, Jim McElwain. That's right. 111 to 8 and 5. That is, is quite, the, quite the turnaround. Quite the turnaround, yeah. Um, and on the other side, it's Steady Eddie, Rocky Long, San Diego State. This is not a prototypical San Diego State team. They don't have the Rashad Pennies of the world, um, the great running backs. But what this team has is a ferocious, I mean a ferocious defense. This game is going to be ugly. This is going to be a one-score game. I have this 
nine to six. Oh, San wow. Diego State. Ooh, that unfortunately would not cover the three and a half point spread. Um, but there you go. Moving to Boca Raton, and when we think Boca Raton, we think of one other drink, not an official sponsor, Cherry Bundy, Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Juice, uh, for those focusing on electrolytes. Are they still a sponsor? Cherry Bundy oh, Tart Cherry no. is definitely a sponsor. They've, <laughs> they've removed Tart Cherry from the bowl, official bowl name, but it is just the Cherry Bundy Boca Raton I bowl. would love to see the uptick in sales, or, you know, the, the year-over-year sales from, from when they, whence they started this, uh, this bowl sponsor. Absolutely. And they're not drinking Gatorade on the sideline during this game. They're drinking Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Juice uh, <laughs> because nothing replenishes, other than flow water, um, Nothing replenishes those uh, what whatever football players are, are missing. So SMU versus Florida Atlantic. Uh, FAU, they just won the Conference USA. Great. Lane Kiffin, their star head coach, leaves for Old Miss. SMU, the ponies. The Pony Express is back. They uh they, they finally, were only, after the death penalty. Exactly. Uh, 70 years ago, they Sunny, finally made it back. Sonny Dykes <laughs> running and gunning. Shane Bouchelle. Former Texas quarterback. I like SMU. I, I think there's fireworks. There's lots of points here. 42-40 SMU. Love it. Love. It. I mean, Boca Raton Bowl, not always, you know, maybe the number one bowl you tune into early in the season, bowl season. But these are two 10-win teams. Couldn't agree more. This is going to be a very entertaining game. Uh, I love it. I, uh, I'm also going, going with SMU, the Mustangs. RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Appalachian State. That's Appalachian, you know? Appalachian. Appalachian. <laughs> we got it this time. Appalachian. Versus the University of Alabama Birmingham or UAB. Appalachian, you know, really, I love watching this team play. They were, you mentioned it before, they were one game away from a perfect season, potentially the Cotton Bowl berth. Unfortunately, we don't get to see them against a a top tier um, Power Five school. I think they absolutely destroy UAB. Uh, Zach Thomas, Darrington Evans, the one-two punch. I think App, App State, uh, even though they lost their coach, they're going to continue to find a way um, to just dominate. Yeah, this is a bit of a travesty. I would have loved to see Appalachian take Appalachian State be able to take on one of the big boys. Uh, it's also one of the larger spreads out there. It looks like minus 17 for App State. They cover. Now, this one we'll spend some time on. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. You've got UCF versus Marshall. And James's favorite town, Tampa. Tampa, <laughs> Florida. Known for many things. Many things. But ultimately, this, this bowl game, you got UCF and Marshall. But really, the, what we should be focusing on. Uh, full disclosure, LA Faithful, I had an opportunity uh, to potentially sponsor a bowl game this season. And the Gasparilla Bowl was that bowl game that reached out. Um, so you you could have seen the Lucas Askew Experience Gasparilla Bowl or the LAE Gasparilla Bowl. Um, but you know what? I felt my investments uh, were better served in other places. But um, we're, we're con- constantly looking at ways to diversify and grow the brand, uh, despite being the farewell tour, uh, farewell season. Um, but the Bad Boy Mowers, the Gasparilla Bowl, UCF and Marshall, who do you got? Uh, interestingly enough, we just talked about you know one of the highest spreads of the bowl season, uh, minus 17 half state. This is minus 17 and a half for Central Florida. 
I think Marshall's actually a pretty darn good team. Uh, eight win team. I think they cover. I think it's a, you know they keep it a close game. Um, you know I think Central Florida, you know may still pull this one out, but I think Marshall covers. Definitely, cover it. Book it. Call your bookie right now. Let's uh, let's get some money on that. The SoFi Hawaii Bowl. You've got the Rainbow Warriors of Hawaii against BYU. Up and down BYU this season. Beating Tennessee. Falling on to Toledo. Beating USC. Already said that. Beating Tennessee. No, I didn't. Yeah, I was right. I was right the first time. They just sound alike. Uh, beating USC. Tennessee and USC. Tomato, tomato, huh? Hawaii, BYU. Tough schedule BYU plays, um, but at least they get a nice sunny vacation uh, to Hawaii, December 24th, the Hawaii Bowl. Christmas in Hawaii. This could be a a close game. I think BYU. Yeah, Malakaliki Maka. They will be singing that uh, after the the game. You know why? Because BYU. BYU is winning this game. Okay. I don't know. Hawaii is... Kind of a high-flying squad. They got a yeah, big, big-time offense. Uh, they can pass the ball and put some points up. Um, at that home, you know, it's going to be an electric atmosphere, as always, in their home stadium there. Just kidding. There will be about 2,000 people there in a 70,000-person stadium. But uh, I like Hawaii. I like I like the, uh, the, the Warriors coming out with a home win. Moving to the Cheez-It Bowl. Air Force versus Washington State and the Cheez-It Bowl was probably the top bowl from last season because of those nine interceptions and absolutely putrid offense. I think there's going to be a little bit more firepower this year. you got Air Force that will run and gun and shoot you down from uh, from high places. And Washington State, Mike Leach, you put a quarterback in that system, they're throwing for 5,000 yards, 30-plus touchdowns, just gunslinging it. Anthony Gordon is the quarterback du jour uh, for Mike Leach. Ultimately, who who do I think wins this game? Washington State. Interesting. I kind of like Air Force. Ten win team. Uh, you know they'll. You know Washington State doesn't see that that type of offense again. You know a little bit of the triple option. Uh, I think Air Force has a has a really strong team this year, and they're going to take it to Mike Leach. The Belk Bowl. Ja- James. One of James's favorite department stores uh, in the southern part of this country. Yes, when I'm driving around the south, I love to pick up a nice pair of pants from Belk. <laughs> Absolutely. High and tight. <laughs> Virginia Tech versus Kentucky. I would normally pick Kentucky. You got Lynn Bowden, the wide receiver turned quarterback, who basically just runs every single play because he can't pass. But you give Bud Foster over a month, or close to a month, to prepare for any defense, now check it. Any offense, <laughs> this is Bud Foster's final game. He's retiring. They're gonna ride him on the shoulders. Bud Foster cannot lose this game. Virginia Tech will not lose this game. Virginia Tech beating Kentucky. All right, moving on. Moving on to the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Navy, Kansas State. What do you think? Oh, give me the midshipmen. Kansas State, what were they picked to finish third, I think, in the in the Big Twelve this year, had a bit of a down down year. Uh, whereas Navy again, very strong squad, double digit wins. Uh, I'm, I'm taking Navy. Tight, tight spread. They're minus one and a half. Our first New Year's six game, but it's ranked this low because 
It's not one of the, the better matchups. You got the Capital One Orange Bowl, Florida versus Virginia. Virginia definitely had a breakthrough season. Finally got through Virginia Tech, won the ACC Coastal. Uh, but Florida, a different animal. Ferocious defense. You've got Kyle Trask, the, the freshman quarterback, um, now that Felipe Franks is gone. Dan Mullen, what what a coach. A quarterback whisper, just an all-around solid coach. Uh, I think he just finds a way. This will be a second straight New Year's Six game, second straight New Year's Bowl victory. I like Florida. Can they cover the 14 points, though? That's a big spread. Oh, absolutely. Against a solid nine and three, nine and four. Of nine, Virginia nine team. and four Virginia team. Who Dabo said would go would have gone nine and three in any conference in the country, according to Dabo. Uh, I I would disagree. I I, I believe in in Dabo Sweeney, uh, what he has to say, but ultimately, the Orange Bowl had to pick the cap the Cavaliers for this game, as an obligation. They didn't want to, um, but they had to, um, and thus. I don't think this will be a, a great game. So I'm going to stick with Dabo. I think Virginia covers. Wow. Okay. <laughs> moving. Moving on. I, I think Virginia's got a lot to play for. We're not moving on. Virginia's got a lot to play for. they got a lot to prove. They they feel shunned. They feel like the a, the ACC is getting you know a bad a bad rap. And they should they should feel that way because <laughs> the ACC is terrible. But let's not let's not forget UVA had a good year and you know they're uh, they're the defending national champs in basketball. Let's give them some credit. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on to January sixth. You may think this is the national championship, but it's not. It's the former Dollar General Bowl, now the Lending Tree Bowl. Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns versus Miami of Ohio, the Red Ox. Uh, Miami, Ohio won the MAC championship. Louisiana fell short of the Sun Belt, but I like the Raging Cajuns. They their offense just purrs. Uh, efficiency, Levi Lewis. Um, I think the the Red Hawks, They have a freshman quarterback, Brett Gabbert, um, finds a way to kind of make things happen. But this Louisiana team, it's in Mobile, Alabama. The Raging Cajuns, you can't pick against Louisiana Lafayette. No, the Raging Cajuns, they, they had a wonderful comeback in that uh, that championship game against App State uh, at the Rock. What do you know? What they call the uh, the App State home, the Rock? Yeah, uh, and Boone, Boone, North Carolina. Yeah, that uh, I I thought App State was going to run away that with that game. The Raging Cajuns showed a lot of heart, hung in there, fought back, made you know made it a game at the end. I, I like the Raging Cajuns here as well. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, um, and if you are thinking about doing your taxes, don't think Tax Slayer. Think TurboTax and the great people at Intuit. So, despite this bowl sponsorship, remember January first. Already think about your your taxes come April fifteenth. That's Intuit TurboTax. TurboTax. Follow those people. Uh, the Gator Bowl. I, I didn't think you worked for them anymore. <laughs> I don't, but uh, we'll always be a forever spokesperson. Indiana versus Tennessee. This is a pick'em game. And the advanced metrics say that way as well. Uh, very evenly matched teams. Um, Tom Allen has, has really risen the level of Indiana football uh, since, he, since he's got there. Uh, they find, find ways to win. Uh, they, they've kept it close all year. Kept it close to Ohio State, uh, better than, than most people have. Then you have the Tennessee Volunteers, one of, one of my teams there. It was, a, it was a rough start to the year, to say the least. The the Georgia State loss, um, which looks better thanks to uh, Georgia State going bowling, but 
Still, you don't lose that in Neyland Stadium. You don't lose to BYU. Uh, getting absolutely blown out by, by Florida and Georgia. It, it looked like a, a pretty bad year. Jeremy Pruitt, people were questioning him. But you know who didn't question him? His players. They fought. Jared Ganatuanamo, uh, the, the quarterback. Uh, people have, have shunned him, put him to the, the bricks. Uh, he just fought with metal. Um, and this entire team really rallied around one another, um, won their final five games, 7-5, and five, a potential eight-win team. I think this is a very close game. It's in Jacksonville, Florida. Tennessee has a lot of experience down there. A lot of experience. I'm a big fan of Jacksonville. Go Jags. Uh, I like 37-34 on a field goal. Last second field goal, the Tennessee Volunteers. Ooh. Uh, You know, Indiana won bowl appearance in the previous 21 seasons. These players are going to be fired up. They're coming in hot. They're going to take down Tennessee. Wow. Them's fighting words. (laughs) Even though I'm wearing a Tennessee sweatshirt from circa 1994, a nice champion. It's not very soft. It's very small, short sleeves. <laughs> Lucas will obviously be cutting this part, so moving on. No, this isn't the, the Tampa part that I have to cut every year. <laughs> All-State Sugar Bowl, another New Year's Six game. Um, we've got Georgia and Baylor. Disappointed teams here each had a chance to potentially get get to the playoff if they won their respective conference championships. Georgia obviously had a big up uphill climb versus LSU. Just got ran out of the building. Uh, Baylor fought and clawed uh, through three quarterbacks at Oklahoma. Were there at the end. They got it to overtime. Uh, they just couldn't put it uh, all together. Um, so the, I think this one really hinges on uh, – some, some players getting healthy. Uh, Georgia has been banged up all year uh, on defense as well as offense. Uh, DeAndre Swift, their star running back, likely won't play um, with, with the bowl game. But the, both defenses have been sharp all year. But Georgia, I think, is the best defense in the SEC. Uh, I think Baylor, question marks if Charlie Brewer, their quarterback, can get back. I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I like 17. I like 14. I like Georgia. The Bulldogs, they need it. They can't lose another Sugar Bowl to a Big 12 team. Georgia will get the motivation to win this game. Yeah, I mean, I keep wanting to, to count Baylor out, right? You keep being like, ah, oh, they're going to lose this game. They're going to lose this game. They're going to blow it out of here. But they they kept fighting. They showed a lot of heart all year. Uh, Jake Fromm is not playing his best football right now uh, of his career by any means. Uh, I think Baylor might actually have a, have a chance in this game just because they somehow find a way every single you know game this year they they've been in. Um, and I think I think they pull off the upset here. Wow. Yep. The Baylor Bears. Upset City, baby. Mark it down. Upset pick, and they're getting seven and a half points, which is a wonderful line. The Camping World Bowl. We're moving on. Camping World Bowl. Notre Dame, Iowa State. I'm not going to waste time on Notre Dame. I believe in them. Their decline this year didn't happen. They won 10 games, unfortunately for me, in a couple pools I was in. I don't like Notre Dame, but I do like them in this game. Notre Dame. Do you have anything else to add? No. Very quiet. I mean, can you remember a season when, when in which Notre Dame won 10 games and got less kind of national press. Uh, it, it's interesting. I'm not really all that intrigued uh, to, to watch this game. Um, but, uh, who, you know, who knows? I, to be honest, I, I, Ian Book, I mean, he's been, he's been all right 
Uh, he, he'll probably find a way to beat Iowa State. Moving on to the Academy Sports Plus Outdoors. Not just sports, but Plus Outdoors. Texas Bowl, the Oklahoma State Cowboys and the Texas A&M Aggies. Um, Chubba Howard, Oklahoma State running back, needs just 64 yards to join the great Barry Sanders as the second Oklahoma State player to rush for 2,000 yards in a season. Chubba Howard, Canadian. Yes, a Canadian playing college football at the top level. Chubba Howard, big fan. Let's run with him. Let's take him, baby. They're getting six points. A&M's not that good. Oklahoma State, baby. From Sherwood Park. Near uh, near Edmonton. This isn't just a, a Toronto kid. He's from uh, Heart and Soul. Heart and Soul. This next uh, to Saskatchewan or next to uh... <laughs> Alberta's next to Saskatchewan. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for uh, for reading that map correctly there, James. Uh, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. You've got the University of Southern California versus Iowa. A rematch of the 2002 Orange Bowl. If you remember that. That was Carson Palmer, Brad Banks. Wow, Carson that's Palmer going deep. The, that's deep knowledge. That is deep knowledge. Carson Palmer won the, the Heisman that year and really catapulted USC's climb. Um, USC's been down a little bit. Clay Helton got a very cold uh, vote of confidence, but they're bringing him back again for next season. This is an eight-win team. They, they want to springboard this into a very critical 2020 season. And then you have Iowa. Is there any team that just... Takes their, their their lump in the cafeteria. We'll just eat whatever they have, and we'll just find a way to win eight nine games. That like, Kurt yeah. Ferentz, he consistent. Needs, yeah, he. This would be a big win for him to get to ten wins. Pretty high profile win over USC. This would, you know, he's kind of, you know, last few years people are starting to get maybe a little tired of those eight nine win seasons. Uh, this would get him to ten wins. Uh, this would be a big a big one for Iowa. They've been tough. They've been in almost every game all year. Um, this is gonna be a good game. I, I'm I'm intrigued. Um, I kind of think USC still has the firepower to 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 win this one. The Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. We're, we're coming down. We are getting awfully close. Getting close we are getting close to the uh, the top couple bowls. But the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. Say that a few times. Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Motors. And I'll get tongue tied on that one. Um, I'm more of a Toyota guy. Uh, Las Vegas Bowl. Buy American people. <laughs> Boise State versus Washington. The reason why it's ranked this high for us, even though it's a, uh, a quote-unquote lower-tier bowl earlier on in the bowl season, you've got Chris Peterson, Washington head coach, final game, abruptly announcing his retirement, uh, shocking the world. Uh, but I think he's off to greener pastures. And who does he play in his final game? His former team that he really rose to national prominence, the Boise State Broncos, 12-1. and Narrowly missed out in the, the Cotton Bowl, but I, I think they got a better matchup. They get to play Boise State and Washington, kind of a unsung rivalry that they have. There will be emotions, there will be tears that will be shed throughout this game. Um, I, I like Boise State. I like them all season. Uh, finding ways to win despite uh, just multiple quarterbacks having, having to play here. I think Jimmy Lake, the new head coach of Washington State, uh, the offensive coordinator, uh, Bush Hamden, uh, really will find a way to put the pieces um, for Jacob Eason, uh, the Washington quarterback. And Chris Peterson isn't going to lose his final game. 
Washington 24, Boise State 21. Ah, interesting. I do love when these bowls have these storyline games like this. Uh, I wish they would do it more often. Um, love, love the storyline here with, with Chris Peterson. I think Boise State is a better team, though. Frankly, Washington, I've watched them play a couple games, watched them lose a couple you know, pretty sad games in the Pac-12 there, uh, including against Cal. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Boise State winning this game, 31-27. Ooh. And Boise State's getting three points. I, that's one of my you know, favorite bets out there. Okay. Well, uh, we'll take that offline. <laughs> the Valero Alamo Bowl, Utah versus Texas. Is Texas back? Huh? Is Texas back in a seven-win season? Would you say that they're not quite back? Will they ever be back? Who knows? Expectations sky high. The Utah Utes, though, unfortunately did not show up to the Pac-12 championship game. Cost them their playoff spot. Knocked them out of a New Year's Six Bowl. Um, I think the Utah Utes, Kyle Willingham, Great in bowl games. Um, he will have his team motivated. I think Texas will actually be motivated. Tom Herman needs to coach for his life here. Um, this this is why it's an intriguing matchup in San Antonio, the wonderful Alamo Dome, a great place to watch a game. I think this will be a titanic matchup um, of, of two real heavyweights. Titanic. Titanic wow. matchup. Wow, I like this. I like this bowl <laughs> matchup. Um, I'm watching this, uh, the, this Alamo Bowl uh, for sure. Utah, Texas. I think Utah wins this game. I agree. I think Utah has been a very strong team all year. They ran into a bit of a bus saw in that in that Oregon, uh, you know, Pac-12 championship game. Oregon played lights out, and Oregon is a very, very good team. Uh, but Utah, great defense. Uh, I think that team is is a very tight knit group. Uh, they have a lot of pride. I think they come out and they beat Texas. And what better way to watch uh, or ring in the new year? Uh, this is a 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time game on December 31st. So just go into oh, your uh, yeah, great viewing at your holiday parties. Moving to the Outback Bowl, Minnesota-Auburn. Let's roll through this one actually quickly. We put it high up on our list. Um, I, I know that you love P.J. Fleck. Big fan of him. <laughs> um, but yeah. Auburn. true. Auburn really took down, slayed the uh, the giant known as Alabama. Um, they, Gus Melzahn, always sneaky, tricky, finding ways to beat Alabama when it counts, to really stick it to them. Bo Nix, will this be good Bo? Will this be bad Bo? Uh, he kind of goes all over the map uh, leading this team. But I think this is a springboard game for the Auburn Tigers. Um, I think they, they win in a very close game. Uh, I think you don't roll your boat too too far in Tampa, Florida. Uh, so I like Auburn. Again, I think this is a team, you know, Minnesota, a lot like Utah, that they had a wonderful year. Uh, they, you know, a lot of exciting wins. Obviously, that Penn State win was maybe the biggest in in the history of you know Minnesota football. Um, I think they pull together. I think they have a lot of pride, uh, and I think they're gonna they're gonna take down Auburn and they're plus seven and a half. Love that line. Uh, you know, let's let's go with the Gophers. Okay, this is the the number five bowl. We're uh, we're we're down to the top five, James. All right, we're just under an an hour in. We're making great time, well, as always. As always, <laughs> uh, we're 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 pushing through. We're giving you the excitement throughout the, this time period. So the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, Memphis versus Penn State, and this is you have David versus Goliath. I I guess if you can call. 
Memphis David, or you can call it Penn State Goliath. I think it's an actually ter- terrible metaphor. I don't even know why I'm <laughs> reading this script right now. I don't believe it, but I do think it's Wait, a great Wait, you just kid. read scripts? Is that all you do? Yeah, it's, uh, I've got great producers. But ultimately, you've got Memphis, Mike Norvell. He's Florida State bound, but he will be coaching in this final game on the Tigers' sidelines. So there will be some extra motivation there. And you got Penn State. you got Sean Clifford. you got... KJ Hamler, uh, Jordy Brown. I, I can I can name their entire offense if I wanted to. Um, off that script of yours? Not off that script. <laughs> but James Franklin. There's something about James Franklin uh, that just impresses me. He understands how to get the most out of his team, whether it be Sean Clifford, uh, whether it be that uh, little guy last year who's uh, McSorley. Uh, uh, like, yeah, Connor McSorley with the old baseball. Yeah, they really more with less. And... I think this is a, a shootout for a little bit, but that fourth quarter pulls away Penn State, and Penn State's going to be in the top five of the AP poll next season to start the season. This is a springboard to a big year, James Franklin and the Penn wow, State. Wow, calling it out. Interesting. Um, again, I, I mentioned it earlier. I think Memphis had a wonderful year. Uh, I think they're a really strong team, an amazing rushing attack. Uh, they are going to beat Penn State. Um, and they're getting seven points. So, Number four, the VRBO Citrus Bowl. So if you're thinking about a vacation, don't think Airbnb. Think VRBO. I think it's Verbo now. I, I've been hearing <laughs> Verbo a lot, but I think... They did uh, rebrand into a Verbo to try to uh, compete. I don't know. I think VRBO just sounds a little bit better. So we're going to continue with that. <laughs> well, their, their marketing team disagrees <laughs> with you strongly. So who will be squeezing the oranges uh, at the end of this game? You got Michigan, Alabama. You got Jim Harbaugh. You got Nick Saban. You got the battle of the coaches, and it may be played by the coaches because I think there's going to be a lot of draft picks here uh, on both sides. Not playing this bowl game. It's not a uh, not a New Year's Six game. It's it's obviously not the playoff where we both wanted to be. Um, I think that motivation may be questioned in, in some parts. I think the, the first quarter is going to be a little sloppy with both teams. Um, but ultimately, I, I think Nick Saban doesn't get the most out of his team in certain bowl games where they're not motivated to be there. I think playing Michigan, playing Harbaugh, he wants to show that he's still the, the top of the table and Jim Harbaugh is a couple notches below. So I like Alabama winning this game. And Mac Jones, their quarterback, really impressed me in that Auburn game. Like he, he's no Tua Tagovailoa. We missed yeah. Tua. We're, we're praying for that uh, road to recovery. But Mac Jones, he uh, he, he, he showed me some moxie. I agree. And I think you have a good point there uh, with you know some of the starters sitting this game out. But I think what gets it done for Alabama is their depth. They obviously have insane depth. They have pros stepping in for other pros that leave. Uh, and, and I agree. I mean, you know, you saw it with, with Matt Jones. You saw it back in the day with Jalen Hurts and Tua and, uh, and, and, and every other position, really. So I think Alabama goes out and lays the wood to Michigan. Number three, the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl game, presented hey, by Northwestern Mutual. You've got on one end the Oregon Ducks, the Pac-12 champs, and really – if they didn't stub their toe against uh, Herm Edwards and the Arizona State Sun Devils, they're in the playoff. But consolation prize, never a bad thing going to Pasadena on January 1st. And then on the other end, you've got the Wisconsin Badgers who just 
run through you. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, uh, the great home improve, improvement star. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Who sadly was not invited to the Heisman yeah. ceremony. which yeah, Or I, Chubba Howard, the, uh, the great yeah. Canadian from uh, Oklahoma State. I feel it's a little exclusive party for quarterbacks only. Yeah. And Chase Young. And Chase um, Young. Yeah, but, yeah, he deserves it. But Jonathan Taylor, I mean, the, you know, the guy's setting records. What what, what else did he need to do? Yeah, yeah. So you've, you've got a really strong clash in terms of uniform colors as well as <laughs> offensive styles. Um, you've got Justin Herbert, the, the high-level NFL prospect. Uh, Oregon has really rebuilt this team since Mario Cristobal has come on board. And to be bigger, faster, they're not just about speed anymore. They're, they're about toughness uh, on both ends, uh, offensive, defensive line. And then Wisconsin, uh, I think that the running game will always kind of be there. It's what can they get from their quarterback play. And I, that's where I think the that slight edge, I like Justin Herbert. Uh, I like him performing for the NFL scouts one final time. Uh, Oregon, 27. Wisconsin, 24. Yeah, no, I think you got a point there with Jack Cohn, the quarterback for the Badgers. Uh, he started to play very well at the end of the year. That's why we were able to to handle Minnesota you know, you know, like we did. And then that first half of the Big Ten championship game played so well. Uh, you know, had that lead, you know, kind of preposterous uh, to see how poorly we played in the second half uh, to, to get to get run out of that stadium, the Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, this this game, you know, reminds me back when Russell Wilson was the Badger quarterback, uh, went into the Rose Bowl, lost a shootout to Oregon, 42-35. Um, as much as I'd love to, you know, bet on these Badgers and Jack Cohn playing better football and Jonathan Taylor, uh, swan song here, uh, the Ducks are, are, I think, a mighty good team. And get that reference there, the old mighty Ducks. And they're getting two and a half points. Uh, really tough not to bet uh, on Oregon here. But, of course, Badgers win. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The ultimate homer. Quite, quite the turn of events. We're at number two, and now we're at the college football playoff. The semifinals. The first one, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Oklahoma versus LSU. And to start off, Oklahoma, the four seed, everyone wanted to play the four seed. There were three clear top unbeaten teams um, for the this year's playoff. This fourth team, everyone wanted to be that, that number one seed to play uh whoever came in at the fourth slot, and that's Oklahoma. And I think there, there's going to be a chip on their shoulder as a result. Uh, and Jalen Hurts, who leads Oklahoma, was 3-0 and against LSU during his time at Alabama. So don't don't discount that. He knows uh, Joe Aranda, uh, da- sorry, Dave Aranda, the defensive coordinator at LSU. Uh, so th- there's going to be some some knowledge there that he'll be, uh, he'll be sharing. Uh, I think the Sooners' defense has definitely improved. Uh, they, they showed flashes of a better brilliance uh, against uh, Oklahoma State and then Baylor in the, the title game. Uh, but when you look on the other side of the ball, you got LSU. You have to start with the likely Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow. Uh, you got Jamar Chase. You got, I think, everyone's favorite name, Clyde Edwards Alaire. Um, Not only his favorite name, but one of my favorite players to watch in college football this season. Absolutely. He was fantastic. Finds a way out of the backfield, catching. Catching passes, Joe Brady, the offensive guru and, and coordinator for the LSU Tigers, has definitely retransformed this offense. You remember for years, this is the same offense that, that gave us Matt Mock, Matt Flynn, uh, 
Jamarcus Russell not included, uh, but LSU has really struggled to put together uh, quarterback play, and, and offensive has sputtered. They've got Joe Burrow. They've got their gunslinger. This team will, will put up 40, 50 on you pretty quickly. I think they put 40, 50 on Oklahoma. I think they keep it close. But I still like LSU winning this game by a touchdown. Or really? Yeah, yeah, I think LSU is just way too well-rounded of a team. Obviously, Burrow and Allaire uh, and, and that offense and those the, the bevy of receivers. Uh, defense is starting to round into shape. I mean, they've taken it to everyone they've played. Uh, I just didn't, you know, Oklahoma didn't necessarily pass the eye test for me uh, going out and, and playing in that, that close game. With Baylor, uh, I think LSU handles their business and, and, and beats Oklahoma by at least two touchdowns. Okay, so the, the, the top game, before we get to the college football playoff championship, uh, the semifinal, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, and this will be a doozy. You've got 13-0 Clemson, 13-0 Ohio State. This could be the national championship in any other year. These two teams, you look down the line, there's... There's very little flaws. You look on the offensive line. You look on the defensive line. You've got uh, Trevor Lawrence, top-tier quarterback. Justin Fields, a great dual threat for Ohio State. you got JT Dobbins, the running back for Ohio State. Uh, you've got Travis Etienne, uh, the great running back for Clemson. Uh, T. Higgins, the wide receiving core for, for Clemson, is, is unreal. Uh, you've got Chase Young for Ohio State. I'm just naming names. It's uh, I'm just name-dropping this entire way. Uh, but ultimately, you've got two great teams that are across offensive and, and defensive side of the ball. Uh, this will be a firework electric game in Glendale, Arizona. There's a reason it's our top game that you should watch and listen on TuneIn. Uh, ultimately, I think it's going to be a one-score game. And guess who I like? I think you're taking Ohio State. That would be incorrect. I do not like Ohio State. Uh, I do not like Green Eggs and Ham. I like Clemson. Dabo Sweeney has found a way to have that chip on the shoulder, being the three seed, the defending champions, 28 games in a row that he's won. He's yeah. going to make it 29 against Ohio State. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Clemson, I mean, defending champs. They've been disrespected all year in a lot of ways. Trevor Lawrence has had almost just as good of a year as he did last year, and yet there's been zero talk of him, you know, as a Heisman candidate. Or uh, I think Clemson I, is still, you know, maybe the best team in the country uh, until someone proves otherwise. Uh, I think this is going to be an absolute classic. Uh, I love this. this is one of these great 42-39, and uh, you know, maybe Clemson needs you know another uh, you know heroic touchdown you know to win the game at the end. But uh, yeah, I think Clemson finds a way to get it done. But yeah, talk about NFL prospects, talent on the field. Uh, this is this is a fun game. This is why we love college football. So if we setting up what only could be the better game of the year. So if that's one, this is zero. This is above all games. You've got the college football playoff national championship on Monday, January thirteenth, eight p.m. on ESPN from the Mercedes Benz Superdome in New Orleans. You've got. What we are predicting, a Clemson-LSU clash, one versus three. But really, these probably are the, the two top teams. This game has it all. Quarterback, elite quarterback play, wide receivers, dynamic defenders. 
you got head coaches from Dabu to Ed Orgeron. We haven't even talked oh, about the, the the ultimate raging Cajun. <laughs> Love that guy. Go Tigers! Uh, he will he will find a way to just grit his way through through bowl season. Could there be a more perfect coach for Louisiana State and absolutely, a more perfect a, absolutely voice? Not. Oh man, he, he wow. is he is G E A U X Tigers epitomized. <laughs> um, so in in this game. You really would have a battle of Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow, two blonde-haired uh, quarterbacks. I just wanted to good fo- guys. focus on their facial features <laughs> there. Uh, this game would have it all. I think it would live up to the billing. Uh, I wouldn't put this at the level of a, a Texas-USC Rose Bowl uh, championship, but it's up there. I think the these two, if I said Utah and Texas was a titanic matchup, this is a a absolute monstrous matchup between two titans of this game, Clemson LSU, and ultimately, who I think is going to be holding that uh, glass slipper or that glass football, the LSU Louisiana State University Tigers. Go Tigers! <laughs> I mean, there's not much to be said that we haven't said already. I mean, if we think back to last year, Trevor Lawrence was basically the consensus number one pick if he had come out. Now we have Joe Burrow, the you know consensus number one pick. Uh, you know, I think it does have the potential to live up to a USC Texas type epic clash, or you know, our you know an Alabama Clemson clash. Uh, this is just going to be an absolute classic. It's going to be on ESPN Classic for decades and decades to come. We're going to remember it, watch every second of it, enjoy it. I'm going with LSU as well. Go Tigers. I think they're too complete of a team. They have it all this year, uh, you know, and the magic's there, and I think they get it done. Wow. We did it. Once again, people said you can't, you can't go through every single college football game and give the in-depth preview that we all want without people tuning out. We did it again. We did it again. Every we, year, some people say, you know, hey, maybe you shouldn't do every game. We even tell ourselves, hey, maybe we shouldn't do every game. It takes too long. Maybe people won't listen. You know what? They do listen. They find a way. They get through the first 30 minutes. Then the next 30 minutes, it's past an hour. They're still listening because the good stuff comes at the end. Uh, ultimately, uh, another great year, another great college football bowl season. And I can't wait to be on the couch Listening to the game, watching the game, rocking my son to, to sleep, uh, and, and definitely I will bring the, the emotion of bowl season to him at an early age. Uh, so that there's nothing sweeter. Oh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a wonderful day when he's on the LIE talking ball games with you. Absolutely, it, it will be sooner rather than later for <laughs> sure. Um, but we'll uh, we'll give you the the almost fine final word, the penultimate word. Uh, you know what? What are your what are your final takeaways? Not just about this, but uh, we've been doing this uh, bowl preview for a few years now. Uh, thank you to Flow Water for your continued support. But um, what uh, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, it's it's obviously always been an honor to be here and spend time with you and and all your great listeners. Uh, you know, your commentary has always been on absolute expert level, um, uh, and it's it's obviously bittersweet. I'm not sure if your listeners, you know, know that, that this could be the last one, uh, but they will they will live on forever in in these recordings. Uh, and it's been it's been a lot of fun, and, and it's been an honor. Well, you heard it here first. 
or second. We, we don't know when you've listened to this, but when you were listening to it, we want to thank you, the LA faithful, for listening to another great college football bowl preview show presented by our good friends at Flow Water and at Flow Water's Untap. You know who was on board. Thank you to James Taylor, the Grammy Award winning <laughs> singer, taking time uh, to great make, to make to ma- magic happen. So for James Taylor, for Flow Water, for the LA faithful, this is Lucas Askew. You know the words. Take care. Talk soon. And God bless. Ha, 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 ha.